0: Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning all and welcome to the First Baptist Church here in the hills of Western Massachusetts. Colerain. So glad that you're tuning in, watching, and listening, wherever you may be, also uh, Total Christian Radio 97.3. We are taking a detour from the book of Hebrews today, just tomorrow here. In this here United States, we have uh, Memorial Day, and uh, in uh, the UK they have uh, what they call Remembrance Day, which is in November. So let's read uh, eight verses from the book of Ecclesiastes, written by Solomon, King David's son, the emphasis being on time, just eight verses. And the heading is a time for everything. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away a time to tear and a time to mend a time to be silent and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate and a time for war and a time for peace a word of prayer. Heavenly Father thank you for your word thank you that it was written by David's son the wisest man who ever lived outside of Jesus Christ and he learned from experience that uh, everything is vanity and the most important thing is to know you above all things to know you and to worship you forever help us we pray be tuned in to so this message, should not be distracted, and learn something new for the first time. Things we could use practically in our life on a daily basis. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. So it says there are time for war and a time for peace. Uh, Memorial Day here in the United States is an annual event established for us to remember. That's what Memorial Day is all about. A day to remember those in the military who have died for the freedoms that we, the living, can enjoy. So we're very grateful and thankful for their sacrifice. Amen writer the Solomon of uh, Ecclesiastes, he talks a lot about time. And we all know, especially as you get older, that time is a very precious commodity. And as time goes by, you know, we tend to remember things, probably something we did when we were children, and we can't remember things we did yesterday. We remember things, and sometimes we forget things, and the older you get, you tend to forget. Some things we want to forget. (laughs) There's some things we need to remember, and one of them is Memorial Day, those that died on our behalf. But today, I want to look back from some historical events in the Bible, and there's been so many, because this book is a book of history it's also a book of prophecy, things that happened in the past. It's the best history book that's ever been written. Also, what's going to happen in the future is written in the word of God. Because only God knows what's going to happen, amen? Mm-hmm. Looking back at a few events, not all of them, or we'd be here till doomsday, put there in the Bible for us to remember. One happened uh, after the great flood. And just about every culture, no matter you know the man up the jungle, they believe there was some kind of a flood. It's in their folklore. It's also in the Bible. It happened, the Great Flood, when God told Noah. Afterwards, He said, "I will set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant." between me and the earth. Now, the covenant is an agreement. So every time we see the rainbow, or a rainbow, we are to remember. We are to remember one of God's promises, that he will not destroy the earth with water. And... That's a promise, because God's never broken a promise, and he never will. And the rainbow is to remind us that he's not going to destroy the world with water, but he will one day destroy this earth, which is predicted in the word of God, by fire. It's not going to be destroyed by water. It's going to be destroyed by fire. Now let me read 2 Peter chapter 3. Verse three: Knowing this, that scoffers will come in the last days. We're living in the last days before Jesus' return. Walking according to their own lusts, and saying, "Where is the promise of His coming? That's Christ's coming. Who promised to come again? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation." For this they willfully forget that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of water and in the water by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly man. So one day this earth that God created will be destroyed, but not by water. So we ought to remember, one of the things we ought to remember is the flood. We look at the rainbow and it's not to remind us of uh, some uh, deviant behavior, it's to remind us that God will never flood the earth again. One of God's promises. Another promise and another thing to remember is when the people of Israel entered the promised land, the priests, while the priests were crossing the Jordan River carrying the Ark of the Covenant, Joshua ordered 12 men. Of each tribe, there's 12 tribes of Israel, he ordered each man, he selected each man to go and find 12 stones to make a monument. Why? He later recalls in his book, chapter 4, he says, When it, the ark, crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off, because they walked through on dry land, These stones are to be a memorial, got Memorial Day tomorrow. These stones, these 12 stones, are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. And I doubt very much if I could have Googled it and find out, is those 12 stones still there? Most unlikely. But uh, the word of God is, and we are to remember these things, amen? A memorial to when they crossed over Another thing to remember is the festival or the feast of the Passover. The people of Israel had been slaves in Egypt for 430 years. Then God told Moses to say to Pharaoh, King Pharaoh, let my people go. But Pharaoh refused to listen. You know, he's got all these slaves doing all the hard work. And why would he? So he, he disobeyed what God wanted him to do. And so God had to send various plagues upon Egypt to get Pharaoh's attention and allow God's people, the chosen people of Israel, to go. And then after each plague, Pharaoh would you know, change his mind and say, stop the plague and then I'll let the people go. But then he would break his promises, you know, every time. The one thing we can count on is God will never break his promises because it's impossible for God to lie. So finally, God had had enough. There's a point to his patience. And all those plagues, it's, they didn't do what he wanted them to do, what he commanded them to do. So Moses said, this is what the Lord says. This is the final straw. He didn't say that, I just did. About midnight, I will go throughout Egypt. Every firstborn son in Egypt will die, from the firstborn son of Pharaoh, who sits on the throne, to the firstborn son of the female slave, who was at her mill and the firstborn of the cattle as well. So every firstborn and every firstborn animal would die. But then the Israelites were instructed, each family is to choose a year-old lamb without defect, without spot or blemish, the best of every flock. You know, and that's what we should also remember. It reminds us to offer God our best because he deserves our best, because he gave the best that he could give. His only begotten son. Amen. So those Israelites were told to kill a lamb, drain its blood, and then roast it. Making my mouth water already. Then before they ate it, they were to paint the top and both sides of the door frames with the lamb's blood. You can read that in Exodus chapter 12. Why? God said, the blood will be assigned to you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. This is where we get the word Passover. I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. And that happened. So that night, whose house was not covered with the blood, every firstborn human and animal died to bring judgment on themselves. But when God saw the blood on the door frames, those inside were spared the death sentence. And the Bible says, the wages of sin is death. That's bad news. But the good news is, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ the Lord. Those that have received Jesus have been saved from eternal punishment. In hell. Romans chapter 5 verse 90 since we have now been justified that means just as if we had never sinned since then we have been justified by his blood whose blood the blood of Jesus Christ how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? you know we talk here a lot about the love of God yes God is love, But you don't hear much about the wrath of God. And the payment for sin is death. And we all fall short of the glory of God. All of us are sinners. And this is why we need to be saved. From the wrath of God through him, Jesus Christ. Only through him. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no man comes to the Father but through me, Jesus said. So the next morning after the great slaughter of the firstborns in Egypt, those Egyptians couldn't wait to see the back of those Israelites. And now they were free to go. And God said, this is a day you are to commemorate for the generations to come you shall celebrate it as a festival to the lord or the feast of the passover now it's a lasting ordinance ever since then every faithful jew remembers to celebrate the feast of the passover right i have a dentist that who's a jew He reminds me about the Passover. You know, what did you do in church? He celebrates the Passover. He remembers. That's what Memorial Day is all about, is to remember. Another day to remember, and we should remember it every day, not just once a year, is the death of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Who's that? There's only one. Lamb of God. And that's Jesus. That's why he instituted the Lord's Supper or communion the night before his crucifixion in the upper room with his disciples. They were there to celebrate, because they're all Jews, to celebrate the Passover feast together. On that evening... remembrance God had long ago commanded for them to do it but also as they ate Jesus gave them something new to remember and when he took bread he gave thanks and he broke it and he says take heed this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me remembrance we are to remember And after supper he took the cup of wine and he said this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this in remembrance of me and when jesus said the new covenant in my blood it literally fulfilled the prophecy or a prophecy in the book of jeremiah chapter 31 31 through 34 it says the time is coming So Jeremiah is looking ahead on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. The old covenant is the law. The Ten Commandments, that's the old covenant. But there's going to be a new covenant. And Jesus inaugurated this at the Last Supper. So here's a prophecy. When I I will make a new covenant... I will put my law in their minds and write it in their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. For I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. So there's a prophecy. It's fulfilled in Christ, He is the new covenant. And when we receive him, we receive his righteousness. God doesn't see our sin anymore. He sees his son in us, who is completely righteous. And we are forgiven of our sins. And he remembers our sins no more. We are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Not by works of the law, but by faith in Christ. Amen. Someone should say hallelujah or something. Please. You will in heaven when you get there. So the Old Testament Passover meal is a reminder of Israel's release from bondage. But now, the bread and the cup are to remind us of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross when he shed his sinless blood To deliver us from the bondage of Satan, the bondage of sin, and eternal death. We remember that Jesus lived and died for us. The only one who was without sin, who loved us unconditionally, who loved unworthy sinners, To pay the price for our salvation to pay our sin debt to God he paid the price he paid the ultimate price that's what Memorial Day is all about people that paid the ultimate price to make us free amen another day to remember and a lot of you do thank God, or I wouldn't be able to stand up here and preach to an empty congregation. The day we should remember is Sunday. Special day. It was a day that Jesus rose again from the dead. And 50 days later, again on a Sunday, the Apostle Peter, full of the Holy Spirit, he preached the first gospel sermon. And 3,000 people were saved on the day of Pentecost. Pentecost is Greek, and I know a little bit of Greek. He works in a pizza shop in Amherst. Nice fellow. Good, good pizza too. Pentecost means 50 In Greek, 50. Do you know today is the day of Pentecost? Some of you may. Today is the day of Pentecost because it's 50 days after Easter. How about that? This here day, the 28th of May, also happens to be the day of Pentecost that we remember when the Holy Spirit came down on those apostles and 3,000 people were saved. This is when the church began. Church didn't exist before then. It happened on the day of Pentecost. The celebration of Pentecost Sunday reminds us of the reality of those of us that have trusted in Christ as our Savior because Jesus means savior." That's, that's what his name means, and there's only one. You shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. We have the same Holy Spirit that was poured out on the first century church when the first church, when the church was established, just over 2,000 years ago. It's a reminder the day of Pentecost, that we are co-heirs with Christ. Not co-heirs, co-heirs. I had a teacher in Bible school and he had a a Derbyshire accent and he said, we're co-heirs with Christ, co-heirs with Christ. And co-heirs, he meant heirs, of course, There's a difference. Some of us have got more than others. But that's all right. Make room for your brain. All right. We're co-heirs with Christ. We're all baptized into one Holy Spirit, into one body. That's what the church is, it's not this. This is a building. We are the church, we are one body. The Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, will one day raise us up. Then after Pentecost, the church met regularly on a Sunday, and I've done so ever since. This is why we meet on Sunday, not Saturday. Saturday is the Sabbath. Always has been, always will be. To have fellowship with one another and to worship God. That's the whole purpose of being there, not just to go through the motions. It's not something where, it's, you know, oh, if I don't come to church, then so-and-so will think, where where am I and, what what you know, I should be there. We should be here because we want to be here and also we're commanded to be here. We are to assemble together, not as the manner of some is. So let me close. All these events that I've mentioned and many more that are recorded for us is so that we can remember what happened in the past like I said, especially what Jesus did who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our sins when he died on a cross to bring us to God, to set us free and to rescue us from judgment and eternal damnation. The whole purpose, I don't need to remind you, of Memorial Day, which is tomorrow, is also to remind us Of those people who made the ultimate sacrifice, who served and died for their country, so that we can live in freedom, that we take for granted and enjoy the blessings that God has given to us. Let's uh, close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you again to be here on the Lord's day. This is the best place we could possibly be. Just for a brief time, and be reminded of the sacrifice that you made on that cross. And also the sacrifice that uh, men and women have made in the past and maybe continue to do so in our time that have paid the ultimate price for our freedom and for the freedoms that we can enjoy to live in peace and we thank you for their memory and we'll never forget amen I'll finish with a tribute yes as we've read there's a time for peace and there's also a time for war and for those who died in wars their time on earth is over so that we could have time to live and with the time we have left on earth let us dedicate our life to Jesus Christ who gave his life for us and let me quote a a famous veteran who said, I hate war, as only a soldier can, who has lived through it. Only one who has seen its brutality, frutility, its stupidity, unquote. And that was said by Dwight D. Eisenhower, General Dwight D. Eisenhower, became the president. And let's uh, just take a minute, as uh, Steve will play the taps, and let's remember those that have died to give us the freedom to meet together like this in this beautiful country that we have the privilege of living in. Amen, and may God bless you all. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine. For Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m., we are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.